From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 462 for the week of June 28th, 2015. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland Edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disneyland vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by my good friends Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Malata-Willie, Michael Bowling, and Tony Spatel. Coming up on Tuesday, uh, Tuesday, Tony... Yes, that too. Tony <laughs> takes us through the best of Disneyland e-tickets, and I continue my walk down Harbor Boulevard, but right now it's time for this week's news and roundtable rapid fire on this edition of the Diz Unplugged. Hello, everyone. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey there, hi there, ho there. So, it, it can't be already the end of June. Oh my goodness. I know. Gosh, soon the Christmas decorations will be out in Costco. <laughs> you mean they already, they're not there already? I don't know. We'll find out this week when we go. <laughs> um, Fourth of July coming up this weekend. Uh, as, as we suspected, there are not, uh, specific Fourth of July fireworks. The Celebrate America fireworks will not take place this year. However, at Disneyland, there will be a patriotic tag to the end of Disneyland forever. And then at California Adventure, there will be a patriotic pre-show before World of Color celebrates. So you will have a little uh, salute to America, or salute to the world, but mostly America. Um, <laughs> I was just thinking that. <laughs> it had to be said. But only on, but only on July 4th. Typically we'll see the, the special fireworks multiple days, but this year it's just July 4th that we'll see the, see the tags uh, before and after the, the, Nighttime is spectaculars. Mr. Um, Mr. Hendricks in the chat room made a comment about a glorious 25-second finale. (laughs) Exactly, (laughs) right? Um, uh, There are some other things happening for the weekend that lots of uh, patriotic music around the resort. uh, But as far as fireworks, just on the 4th of July. Any other housekeeping? I've got one. Go for it. Um, we've all been waiting for Peter Pan to um, open up again. Yay. And so what Disneyland is doing is they're letting the annual pass holders enjoy, get a little preview of the new refurbished Peter Pan on the last days of June, which will be Monday the 29th and Tuesday the 30th. From 8 a.m. to 7 p.m., you have to show your annual passport um, at the entrance to be able to go on the attraction. And the line will probably be long, so just mm-hmm. be prepared and Remember that at Disneyland, there is no fast pass for Peter Pan. So I'm so tempted to go. I want to, I really want to see this attraction. So, you know, they've, they've, um, added some new special effects in there and the nursery scene's been redone. So looking forward to it. Excellent. Um, any other housekeeping? It's been quiet. We had a good time on our cruise. Yeah, Those of us who that. took an extra week off. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say, we talked stay. about that last week when you weren't here. <laughs> yeah, welcome back. Uh, I know. Thank you. We took an extra week and went uh, <laughs> went up to Storybrooke. If anybody's a Once Upon a Time fan, we had a really great vacation there um, with Mary Jo. And, and we, met- we went down through Whidbey Island. 
But don't which forget, we met beautiful. up with our friend Nancy Rob. Yes, we did. Rob okay. from the Rob, who That's also um, occasionally blogs and writes articles for the Diz, and just fun, fun time with Rob. That was just the best. So, um, and yeah, and then we spent some extra time in Seattle on the way home and bought lots of stuff, and now we're back to reality. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> um, I may I may try to get over to Universal Studios this week because the Fast and the Furious quote-unquote ride has opened huh so that which is actually just the finale of the the studio tram tour so yeah um, wow they've been showing it all over tv commercial yeah. after yeah. commercial i but they make it sound as if it's a new attraction it's no it's not it's part of the, the tram tour it's hmm. new but it's part of the tram tour yeah exactly so yes it's a new attraction but it's a new attraction to be beheld on your tram tour right it's, it's a new element of the tram tour yeah i want to say hello to our friends on mixler listening live to us and chatting with us if you want to listen live we broadcast live every sunday at 8 p.m pacific 11 p.m eastern on Mixler, you can go to our Facebook page or our, our show notes page and find the link to that. We appreciate y'all chiming in live, keeping us amused. Yep. Oh, hey, M. Hendricks. I was uh, going to say, I got a hashtag Team Nancy earlier. So. Nice. Woo! Wow. Um, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. And if you want links to anything we talk about, you'll find that at our show notes page at disunplug.com. Uh, anything else we need to cover in show notes, or sorry, in, in housekeeping? All right. Uh, no. Yeah. no. No, I, I saw, Carol and I saw Inside Out. It's yeah, a, oh, we did it's, too. It's a terrific little film. I don't know how much young children will enjoy it, but I My think certainly older people and, and adults, I Old, think, will people. really yeah. enjoy it. Well, older children and okay. adults, I think, would really enjoy it. Um, I, I laughed. I cried. It was so true was to form. And I have a new, <laughs> new favorite little ditty song from uh -huh. Lava. Lava oh, yeah. was just the best. If they don't get an Oscar nod for that, I don't know. And that's the short before um, uh, Inside Out. It's very sweet. It's very sweet, and the music is beautiful. And I, all I could think of was, oh my gosh, I hear people getting this played in the, played during their wedding. You know, the chorus. <laughs> yeah, I, I was some. I was waiting for them to somehow have an Alani tie-in to it. <laughs> Well, I sure saw a really neat. Um, I saw a really neat article on EW.com about about Lava, and they were and about the musicians that they hired to do the, um, the you know the singing for it and such. And it turns out that they were the two musicians were hired independently. Disney didn't know that they were raised together. They went to hula school together and everything. So there's a real tie-in between those two people who do the voices as well. Interesting. That was really neat. All right, uh, let's move on to news. Mary Jo, are you okay to read this news story? You want me to read it for you? I think I'm okay. Okay, time, time will tell. Yes. <laughs> um, this story comes from the Orange County Register. Um, says that a former a former member of Disneyland's Private Club 33 said that his membership was revoked after a friend auctioned off a guest pass for a children's charity. But Disney officials say that Joseph Cosgrove had misused his membership for years leading up to the latest incident. 
Mark Coronet, an attorney representing Cosgrove 84 of Lake Forest, filed a lawsuit against the Walt Disney Company this week in Los Angeles Superior Court, charging breach of contract and other allegations after Disney's private club terminated his client's membership after 47 years. Mr. Cosgrove has been a member for nearly five decades, Coronet said in an interview. In fact, he's one of the original members in Club 33, and he's been a member of good standing the entire time. Disney said that Cosgrove had only been a member since 1979. The club opened in 1967. Club 33 is an exclusive, members-only club in New Orleans Square in Disneyland and modeled after the VIP lounges that Walt Disney experienced at the 1964 New York World's Fair. Membership to the private club is extremely limited, with people reportedly waiting as long as a decade to become a member and, if selected, paying $25,000 initiation fee and $11,000 plus in annual dues for use of the restaurant and lounge and other benefits. Walt Disney died before the club opened. Disney Company officials first used the space to entertain VIPs, sponsors, and business associates and later turned it into a private club with a paid membership. Cosgrove is a long-time Disney fan whose home is adorned with souvenirs and memorabilia, and he authored the book, Walt Dreamer's Me, which um, we interviewed him to talk about that here on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cosgrove took his wife Janet to the club on their first date. Last year, Cosgrove gave a friend a guest access pass to visit the club. The woman instead auctioned off the pass at a children's charity unbeknownst to Cosgrove, according to the suit. Members are not allowed to transfer Club 33 access via charity auctions, according to the suit. When Club 33 management learned of the incident, it revoked Cosgrove's membership. Disney knew Joe did not sanction or authorize it, Coronet said, and without any hearing or allowances for him to defend himself, the Disney officials threw him out. Coronet said that the member's guide states termination is the last step in resolving issues and membership will first be placed on hold with the intention of resolving issues and infractions. However, Disneyland spokeswoman Susie Brown, (laughs) our friend Susie Brown, said that the Cosgroves frequently misuse their membership. Over the years, the Cosgroves repeatedly transferred and sold their membership privileges, which was a clear violation of membership, Brown said in an email statement. We, unfortunately, were left with no other choice in order to preserve the integrity of membership. Coronet said that he's reached out multiple times to Disney officials to resolve the matter, but to no avail. Mr. Cosgrove is not trying to lash out at people. He just wants his membership reinstated and some compensation for the grief and cost that he is incurring to fight for his rights, the attorney said. So, And this has been going around and a lot of people, you know, Joe Cosgrove, a lot of people know him and his wife. And so I've been seeing all kinds of um, buzz through, especially Facebook, of different people. Um, some talking for Joe, some talking not for Joe. Um, and time will tell what they decide to do. It's just a shame that it came to this. I Most Club 33 members are very careful yes about who they allow to use their membership yep. who they make a reservation for or who they give passes to and so this this kind of surprises me that he would be he would be giving them to somebody and not know where the tickets were going to end up 
Yeah, and I know I read in one story that the person he gave them to knew that she was violating the the contract by auctioning them off for the charity, and she did it anyway. I but, I can only but, imagine. I I hope she feels as bad remorse. as she should be. Yeah, because mm. I mean she's yeah. caused him so much grief in pain, in pain and anguish. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, she, she does. She hasn't. He <clears throat> gave him to her. That he should have known. Like, I'm sorry, you don't give him to someone who's going to do that. But you don't. You know, people people have gifted me with with the um with with the opportunity to dine there, and mm-hmm. when I have yeah. received it, I got such strict. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, that goes back to him. That I had to, I had to go by, you know, and they didn't give it to me. They. You know, if I had, they wouldn't have given it just to anybody. So I knew that it was a huge privilege. You proved my point. Yeah. They told you, don't do it. My other thing, okay, and I know this is, this, no, this relates. My father, okay, so my dad has San Diego Chargers until the end of the season when they moved to LA, season tickets. And I've always said, hey, why don't we sell some to, I know some people that would use the tickets, whatever. And he literally is always scared to a fault because he knows that if, Somebody sits there and gets drunk and gets in a fight. He loses his tickets. So he never sells them because he doesn't want that to happen. Sorry. And that's just NFL tickets where everybody's drunk and getting in fights. This is Club 33. I think I I have a hard time having sympathy because you – I mean, Susie Brown said he's given him to a lot of other people. I know he's a big Disney guy and all that. But if I was told to be careful – with Club Thirty Three, I would be freaking careful, As, and and yeah. especially with with the I don't know which which pass he was giving out, but nowadays those the 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 tickets themselves are even more limited. Yeah, well, right. Disneyland tickets, and you know, one of our um, listeners that has Club Thirty Three, I remember talking to him, and he said, "Yeah, they're really str- being strict about this. You can't give them away like you used to." So they, that, my thing is, I have a problem with. Him saying that he didn't know what she was doing. That's your fault. That's not her fault. You're the, it's, you, you own that. You own one of the most coveted things on America. You need to be careful what you're doing with it. And even if she did violate, well, then obviously you gave it to someone who you didn't know that well. I wouldn't be giving my Club 33 to someone I didn't know that well. Right. Yeah, I agree. But also, if Disney has procedures written down as to how they handle this, they should also follow the procedures. Well, and 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 it's sort of unclear whether they did or not because they said he's done this several times. Maybe well, they have followed the procedures in the past, and now they just figured enough is enough. So I, you know, I don't know. Well, you know, it, it, it's interesting that she's, you know, that they've gone through and they've pulled up all of their records. So, you know, that definitely tells you, yes, they can pull up transaction records and visit records for each member. So, you know, they can big brother that situation to prove who came in. So, yeah. very interesting. All right, thank you, Mary Jo. Let's let's talk about a little, a little something a little less controversial, Tony. Okay. Less controversial? Selfies. Okay. Yeah, self, selfie sticks. Selfies. <laughs> Disney has banned selfie sticks at all theme parks, including DCA and Disneyland, and of course, their other parks. 
And this goes into effect, I think, literally the day our sh- our show is released, or you have one more day. It's to- not soon enough. Yes, agreed. <laughs> Victory <Yep>. is mine. <laughs> and uh, we will be celebrating this on an annual basis. Now, at least. now if we can just get rid of the iPads. Yes. The iPads as recording devices, yes. Yes, that would be nice. Uh, <laughs> I'm back on that now. recording devices. Well, maybe if we go to the... The people and, and say, you know, yes. I know it's not a stick, but really an, a tablet is kind of a stick in in a way. Maybe we can get the same lawyer that's suing Disney for Cosgrove to try <laughs> to get us to think about <laughs> the iPads being safe, uh, selfie sticks. Amid safety concerns, Disney is adopting a blanket ban on the popular extendable rods. Three, two, one, that attach to cell phones and <laughs> cameras and allow users to take photos of themselves from a bit of a distance. Uh, currently, visitors can use them inside the park, but not on rides. But we know that uh, recently, this this happened right after um, Disney's move comes right after a passenger on Disney California Adventures California Screaming pulled out the stick midway through the high-speed roller coaster, prompting operators to halt the attraction. Passengers were evacuated and the ride was stopped for at least an hour. Thank you, sir, for the selfie stick. Um, Mm -hmm. Anyone with the selfie stick at an entrance or inside the park will be asked to return it to their car or hotel room or pick it up when they leave the park. Um, Our friend Susie Brown said, we strive to provide a great experience for the entire family. And unfortunately, selfie sticks have become a growing safety concern for both our guests and cast. Uh, Anything else? What said they said Wednesdays since the incident with the, the guy on California Screaming had no bearing on their decision. Uh, this is not going to include <laughs> GoPros that are attached. It's the whole stick thing. But, just so you know, Co- Coachella and Lollapalooza organizers banned them at their music festivals, and most recently Smithsonian has pre- has prohibited them. So they're not the mm. only ones. Yeah. What, what, what amuses me, or not, what's interesting to me is that they are Having selfie stick checks where you can where you can leave your selfie stick and come back for it later. I know. Really? Well, yeah. I, I mean, it says that pick it up when they leave the park. Yeah, th- yeah. So I mean, how how long that will that's go? That's got to be just for yeah. the people that like. I can't wait to go to. I yeah. I don't think that's going to last yeah. that long. No, maybe maybe during the transition period for a month or no. something like that. But eventually, I- they'll just send them back to their car or something. I love what Jack Bergen, who's the legal analyst for the Diz, calls them narcissistics. Yes. That's what I, that's what I call them now. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it wasn't that controversial. Okay. Well, you know, them saying that the, the ride shut down had nothing to do with it. How many hours was it after that happened? It was like it was virtually the next the day. Next day yeah. Yeah. You know, the very next day they decided, okay, enough is enough. Yeah. Or else they just decided to make the announcement. Maybe they were had planned on ending it June 30th and just hadn't made the announcement until that happened. And then, or they were still in talks about it, and then when that happened, they said, "Okay, that's yeah. it." You know, what hap- yeah. you know, are we going to wait till somebody gets hurt on an attraction? Yeah, so- don't pull your stick out on attractions. Okay, that's just yeah, a general good blanket policy for animals. Yeah, just <laughs> just don't whip it out on an attraction. Well, consider you will see. Never mind. I was going to mention the Thor and Tarzan thing. And <laughs> that was a different. That show. was a different show. Okay, that hasn't aired yet. I know, but <laughs> the magic—it's backstage magic. Okay, yes. 
Disney would like to invest $1 billion at Disneyland, California, at Disneyland and California Adventure at the whole resort. That's a lot of money. Didn't see that, that coming. Is, well, yeah. In exchange for no new gate tax. So they're seriously considering a $1 billion expansion of the Disneyland Resort with new attractions, a new parking structure with at least 5,000 spots, and other improvements to the complex. In exchange for the investment, Disney wants the city of Anaheim to forego a tax on theme park admission tickets for another 30 years, according to a public notice published by the city. Two members of the city council say they support it, the, the Disney's desire to expand without threat of a ticket tax. Two others said they were undecided, while Mayor Tom Tate said he opposed it. On July 7th, the city council will hold a public hearing to consider extending the current entertainment tax exemption for Disney that started in 1996. Well, the current one that started in 96 and expires June 30th, 2016. Uh, Michael Colglazer, do I say his wrong? Colglazer, right? Or, yeah. Okay, I just, mm-hmm. It sounds yeah. like yeah. I feel like I should be saying it differently. Like Colglazier or, well, I didn't mean that as a joke. Like just, it's very abrupt, the two Anyways, sorry, I'm getting into linguistics. Anaheim has been an economic success story thanks to its policies and initiatives that allow businesses to invest and thrive, said Michael C., president of the Disneyland Resort. Uh, He says, we're asking city leaders to continue with a policy set two decades ago that has driven unprecedented job creation, growth, and prosperity, blah, blah, blah. Um, Any park expansion is contingent on approval of the ticket tax exemption, Disney officials said. Under the proposal, the tentative right. ticket tax ban could be extended another 15 years if Disney later embarks on a separate $500, $500 million project. The mayor supported the current gate tax ban for Disney during his previous stint on the city council, but said Thursday he is, in quotes, wiser now. Um, unlike in 1996, huh. Tate said Anaheim currently faces an estimated $500 million unfunded pension obligation. As much as I'd like to see Disney expand, there are other ways to help them by streamlining the development process and speeding up approval times, <coughs> chaining the hands of future residents on their ability to impose taxes will jeopardize the city's financial health. And I can keep going on and on and on, but I can give you some information. It's a little bit more information. Disney officials said they don't know potential rides, theme lands, and other details yet, but said construction would begin by late 2017 and wrap up no later than December 2024. Uh, and then the article makes references to Star Wars and Frozen, Froze, Frozen, Frozen, and Pixar and Marvel. <laughs> um, what's interesting is that um, charging admission taxes to Disneyland has been debated for decades. Proposed five percent tax on Anaheim's entertainment venues gained momentum since 1975, but the city council changed course after heavy op- opposition from Disneyland and the Angels. It came up again in '91, and Disney officials <laughs> threatened to kill the construction of DCA if the tax was Im- was imposed. So uh, it says that California Venture has approval for 3 million square feet of theme park space, but has used only 900,000, according to Anaheim's master plan. And Disneyland already has 2.6 million of its 3.5 million square feet available. <laughs> now, to give you some more economic information... Uh, they claim, well, according to the article, that Disney's investment could mean 1,400 jobs, $108 million additional in additional wages paid each year, $14 billion new economic output to the city over 40 years, $15 million um, additional annual tax revenues to the city, and then um, there's the councilman's and the councilwoman saying yes and no and all that. So there you go. 
And well, I th- I don't know if it's in that article or another article. They talk about the parking. Oh yeah, yeah. The new parking lot east of east of the park on Hollywood yeah. Boulevard. So maybe it's that area that you talked about that's behind the Good Neighbor Hotels. Yes, that they own. I don't because I don't think I talked about it. Maybe we just talked about one of us two. That my new my friend that um, works for Disney says that Disney owns that university back there and that parking lot that's behind the Good Neighbor Hotel they just bought. That they'd right, already owned right. that. So it could be there. Um, I'm trying to see more about the parking. No, it didn't. This article didn't say it. Okay. I, You know, if Disney makes a $1 billion investment, the city will be getting more tax revenue. So. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Anaheim is Disney. Disney needs to just. Like, I hate to say Disney is holding. Can hold Anaheim for ransom or whatever the cliche is, but they can. Yeah. Especially as the angels are threatening to leave. Like there's really, and from when I used to work in West Anaheim in a school district and used to the board members, like Disney controls the city, whatever they want, they get. So I don't know if this is just because they are most of the tax. Yeah, exactly. So what's interesting is when I went to upgrade my pass, cause I went to Orlando on a quick trip since we last recorded and uh, upgraded the premiere. And, and I had to pay the tax because of Florida, but not out mm-hmm. here as we've talked about. Yeah. So yeah. Um, yeah. Interesting. What do we want them to spend the $1 billion on besides parking? a third park and resort? They've, they've, they've confirmed that it won't be a third. Park. I don't care. You said, what do I want? Okay. I want a third park okay, sorry. and no a bad. resort. Yeah. I'd like to see another hotel. Maybe yeah. moderate, moderate, you know, that would be nice. Something that's themed. You know what they need to do is they just need to, sorry, because I was in Orlando again, and so you know where this is going. They need to just freaking build World Showcase so I can eat there every night. <laughs> <laughs> like, I was talking to the, the cast member who I met and said, I don't understand. That would have made, and with all the millions of locals, people would eat yeah. there every single night. Like, and the beer and the alcohol, like, they would have made hand over fist. But, so that's what I want. I want... <laughs> Really, I just want grapefruit beer from Germany at Disneyland somewhere. Yes, that's yes. really this is all about. And <laughs> and and people are are putting you out for president now, Tony, just because you mentioned that. Wait, say that again. The people are nominating you for president. Oh, because that's going to be my new the grapefruit beer. No, well, no, uh, World Showcase. Oh, okay, yes, good. Oh, I, oh, you mean in the chat room? I've been nominated for president. Yes, nice yes, in the chat room. Okay, I'm gonna. I don't know because I I had put all my support behind Trump. So I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't expecting to be not, okay, I'll have to get some of my pack money moved around, yes. but I think we can yeah. do it. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. Any, anything else you, anybody wants to add on this $1 billion alleged expansion? No, I think we can pretty much count on there being more Marvel, more yeah. Frozen, yeah. more, yeah, yeah, all the same stuff. Yeah. No more Frozen. Oh, no more, I no think there's a frozen attraction in our future. You think so? I didn't. I'm surprised oh, yeah. they didn't turn the Matterhorn into a frozen attraction. That was a rumor <laughs> that it was being considered. Not a frozen All right. fan. All right, All right. Nancy, let it go. I'm sorry, good. Let it go. <laughs> oh no! All right, time for rapid fire. Let's start with Michael. 
Well, July at the Walt Disney Family Museum is always exciting. It's the month that members look forward to because the museum does something spectacular for Disneyland's anniversary each year, and this month is no exception. So there's two films of the month. Um, one is Swiss Family Robinson. Swing by for Swiss Family Robinson, exciting family-friendly tale of shipwreck and survival, but don't try climbing their tree at Disneyland. Um, this is daily in July. Except every Tuesday, it is because they're closed Tuesdays. It's ten thirty a.m. in the theater, and then you can see Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, Disney's first feature-length animated film, and that is also daily at one thirty and four p.m. in the theater. This is free for members or with museum admission. Without museum admissions, it's seven dollars. Um, in general, or $5 for youth. The little open studio for the younger um, Mouseketeers. Construct your own Fantasyland castle turrets, flags, moats, and more. Castles play an important role in Walt Disney's animated films and at Disneyland, so use recycled cardboard pieces and a variety of shiny, colorful materials to construct a castle of your very own. Remember when we used to do this like on Saturday afternoons in our homes? Anyway, uh, this is every Saturday, Sunday, and Monday in July. It's 10 a.m. to noon in the Learning Center. And for the older set, you can make a character fly dark forests filled with twisting vines and watching eyes are a mystical part of Fantasyland. So here they can create an animated flipbook with creatures they can imagine flying, buzzing, and flapping through this magic land. This is also every Saturday and Sunday in July. It's 1 to 4 p.m. in the Learning Center, and this is also free for members or with your paid admission. The Spotlight Talks, they're not really saying what they are this month, but they're daily, except every Tuesday in the museum galleries. Um, Folks who are heading into San Francisco on Thursday, July 9th through Monday, July 13th should be aware that Doyle Drive is closed. That um, basically takes you to and from the Golden Gate Bridge to the Marina District through the Presidio where the museum is located. Uh, it, traffic should be very uh, unpleasant during that time. So if you're going into the city, you might want to, into those areas, you might want to plan alternative routes. Um, for members on Friday, July 10th, there's, I talked last week about the new Disney and Dolly Architects of Imagination exhibit. Um, museum members on July 10th will have a special opportunity to hear from guest curator and filmmaker Ted Nicolau, and you'll get to see a behind-the-scenes presentation in the theater at 10 noon and 3 before you can before touring the exhibit. This is complimentary for members, but you do have to RSVP. So you can go on the site website and do that. Um, this is something really cool that I'd love to do. They're doing a Disney and Dolly film series. So this cool. is uh, they're showing Alfred Hitchcock's Spellbound and Destino, and this is um, Sunday, July twelfth, nineteenth, and twenty sixth at one thirty. And you're wondering what does Spellbound have to do with this exhibit? And and for those of you who haven't seen it, it's an Alfred Hitchcock film. Um, Ingrid Bergman is a psychiatrist who protects the identity of an amnesia patient who is Gregory Peck, who's accused of murder while attempting to recover his memory. You might, those of you who've seen it might remember that there is these, there's this weird, frazzled and absurd 
dream sequence, um, sequences that provide clues to the audience as to who the murderer is. Those were all done by Salvador Dali. So, um, anyway, so, and then they're also going to show Destino, which is an animated short released by the Walt Disney Company in 2003. This originally was started in late 1945 between Dolly and Walt Disney, and Roy E. Disney found it and, um, finished the project. So, uh, anyway, so tickets are $7 for non-members, $5 for student and youth, free for members or with museum admission. And then the big event is the talk on Saturday, July 25th at 3 p.m., Disneyland at 60 Great Moments with Mr. Disney. So 60 years after it opened on July 17th, 1955, Disneyland has become an international icon visited by Seven, over 700 million guests from nearly every nation on earth. So they're going to have two Disney legends who were involved in the creation and growth of the park during Walt's lifetime talk about um, how did the happiest place on earth become such a success. And that is going to be um, presented by Marty Scalar and also Raleigh Crump who we interviewed on this show. And so they're going to talk about working with Walt to design favorite attractions. Now, this event is sold out. However, if you're really interested in this, try to get on the waiting list because they do hold tickets and we'll release them as they get closer to the event. So if you're on that waiting list, you may um, get tickets to the event. So for more information about um, all of these things at the Walt Disney Family Museum, just go to um, to their website and um, www.disney.org and find out more. Thank you, Michael. Uh, Mary Jo. Mine's a real quick one. Um, in front of Fairfield, we there used to be the Millie's Cafe that closed mm-hmm. down a little, a little while ago, and we got word that a new Panera Bread is going to be coming soon there. I called Woo. it. Wasn't that wasn't that the one one of the ones I suggested? Really? Yeah, that's yes. gigantically huge. A Panera? You, yeah, mm-hmm. you may have Tom. We'll have to go back and listen to our show. That is the great that I. Okay, first of all, I go there all the time. Number one, number two, they have thirty-two. Bread company. They have thirty-two ounce uh, iced coffee. That's another good thing. <laughs> but I'm just saying, there is no place yep. like that with, oh, with I, near the park at all, where you can get a muffin and a coffee and get and not be charged five bazillion dollars or wait in a fifteen mile line at uh, Starbucks. So. Oh, they have wonderful choices there with their sandwiches, soups, salads, etc. Yeah. I think it's a really I, good... We ate there, Nancy, on when we went to um, Steveston. I grew up eating in Panera. That is a, that's the out-of-state name for the St. Louis Bread Company. Didn't know that. So, so big shout-out mm. to my St. Louis peeps. You didn't know that? Because she's mentioned that before. Uh, I, <laughs> I have, actually. <laughs> yeah, she has. So now, can you remind folks where Millie's restaurant is? Okay, so across the street from the Disneyland Resort entrance, when you cross the pedestrian crosswalk, you turn left or north on Harbor Boulevard, and you walk maybe five minutes or so, less than that probably, and you'll get to um, where Millie's used to be and where Panera is going to be. And that's before you get to Mimi's Cafe. It's, it's in front of the. It's in front of the Fairfield Inn, mm-hmm. next, next to, to McDonald's. The, next to the McDonald's. Oh, okay. So it's it's really close and and well within walking distance. So they really have a lot of options there now between that pizza place that Tom and Tony like, 
Mm-hmm. Um, Mimi's Cafe, which I like, and now Panera Bread, which is going to be a, a wonderful option. So, yeah, that is a good option. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Hey, I will go next. Thank you, Mary Jo. I will go next. Um, great news for um, military pe- folks. This year's military discount program for rooms and for tickets has been extended. Uh, the current program was to have ended on October 3rd, but has been extended to December 18th. Uh, Disney has also increased the limit on tickets from 6 to 12. So the current offer for active and retired U.S. military personnel uh, includes a three-day park hopper for only $132 and discounts on rooms of up to 40%. Uh, if you do buy this ticket... Um, you must use it before December twentieth. So, you, if you wait till the very last day, you you can't. You have to use it three days in a row. But if you buy it now, you can use it any time up to December twentieth. You don't have to use it in the thirteen day or fourteen day window that normal tickets are are subject to. So I'm not sure why they're extending it. Usually. They will extend it an additional year and adjust the pricing accordingly, but this time they're just extending it a couple months and keeping the price the same, so kind of interesting. Um, Nancy? Okay. Well, you know, there's a segment of Dizzers that we don't often address, and those are the people who come out to Disneyland um, as part of a trip to take their budding young child who wants to be in television and movies out here for auditions. You know, a lot of families up in transplant and some of them ask about casting calls and stuff like that on the Diz every now and then. Well, guess what? On Saturday, July 12th, um, Disney is going to be holding open auditions, an open casting call in Los Angeles, and it's going to be at the Lowe's Hollywood Hotel, which is at Hollywood and Highland, right across from the Disney's El Capitan Theater. Um, and you can park in the structure for a minimum, maximum fee of $15. Um, so if you need parking, it's going to be Saturday, July 12th. Registration is from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Um, they're saying bring a recent color photo or snapshot of yourself, no hats or sunglasses in the photo, and be the only person in the photo. So basically get yourself a good headshot. Um, anybody under 18 must be accompanied by parent or legal guardian. Um, bring water in a book because there's often um, long waits in line. But this is one of the very rare annual, but they do this annually, so keep that in mind. It's one of the very rare official Disney Channel open casting calls. And they're going to be looking for um, Disney Channel and Disney XD shows and movies. You know, you could be in the next Teen Beach 2 musical or... Um, you know, any sorts of, um, sitcoms, whatever. So, um, now out of state talent is welcome to attend. However, all minors must have the proper work permits and paperwork. <laughs> and there's actually a link. If you go to filmtelevisionauditions.com, um, that's where I found it. And I'm sure if you Google official Disney casting call July 12th, you'll find you'll find it pretty quickly. Um, and all talent must be legally eligible to work in the state of California and in the United States. 
So all the information, they even put a link to all the information about minor actors and stuff like that. Um, but there you go. And they're looking for people who show up be between the ages of 10 and 17. And um, they must look between ages 10 and 17. So if you're not actually 10 and 17, you're at your own risk for not being <laughs> cast. But there you go. So that's, I mean, you know, a lot of people do that. They come out here, they want to go to Disneyland, you know, and, and if they've this got a child who's in entertainment, you know, who's that theater or drama major. Hey, this is Wes's perfect opportunity. I'll bring him down. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> you know where it is. You've been to that hotel. <laughs> Actually, I haven't. But... You haven't? No. Really? I've been, I've been in that area, but not to that hotel. Really? It's a nice hotel. Oh, okay. I it's a very nice that. hotel. The Lowe's is what used to be the Renaissance. It's right. directly linked up to Hollywood and Highland, and that's right. where the Adventures by Disney trips stay. Yep. So. All right. Thank there you, you Nancy. Tony? Okay. San Diego Zoo has nighttime zoo going on with music aplenty through September 7th. You can shake, rattle, and roar with live music during <laughs> nighttime zoo. And so here's some of the things. They have, I mean, tons of different bands. Front Street Mariachis, the Front Street Cafe, basically every hour from 3.30 to 7.30. Their trio provides festival music flair by blending trumpet, strings, and voices. Que fantastico. The Chameleons Brass Band changes tunes like its namesake changes colors from funk to Beach Boys and beyond. Their musical stylings and jokes are sure to bring a smile to your face. And they're at five various locations, and it's on their website, zoo.sandiegozoo.org. Uh, 5.15, 6.15, 7, 8.15. Earth Rhythms at Wedgeforth Bowl. This is all part of your normal entrance ticket. Experience a mesmerizing combination of sound, video, and special effects that reveals the connection between music of nature and humans. The Alley Cats. They're actually a local, like around Southern California, doo-wop band. Tight harmonies, humor, and a pure acapella energy. Sabertooth Grill, hourly from 4 to 7. Rock and Roar from every 45 minutes, pretty much. Rock out to popular songs, spending decades. Don't be shy. Get your groove on and sing along. You know the words. Funky Monkeys. I don't know how they're fitting all these bands throughout the zoo. Because these are all playing like almost all at the same time. Or no, there's one right after the other. Funky Monkeys are right after Rock and Roar. Agile and exuberant dancers have some fun and fresh new moves. They're jazzy hip-hop with a twist moves. Just might work their way onto your own dance style. Tunes in the Treetops. 3.30, 4.30. Bring back memories. Make new ones. Old-timey piano melodies. Uh, zoo Brew Grooves, brew like beer, an acoustic guitar artist serenades guests with fun, familiar songs from pop to rock cl to classics. Enjoy a cup of coffee or other refreshments as you listen. Uh, Ice Age, No Time for Nuts 4D. There's a new 4D movie. Scrat's back. I don't know who Scrat is, but he's back. in a new 4D movie experience. Scrat. Well, he's from those Ice Age movies. Yeah, Ice Age. Okay. He's a little squirrel that always chases okay. the acorn. Oh, wow. Okay, so I'm thinking Ice Age, like not thinking a branded one. That's why I was like, who's Scrat? But, okay, Ice Age. I just didn't think the zoo did that. But um, there's a new 4D experience. Yeah, they did, Yeah, 4D movie. Because they're the zoo. Viva Las Cangas. Oh, Viva Las Cangas. Uh, yes, every hour, 4.30, oh, no. 7.30, on a visit to Las Vegas, the kangaroos are flipping and bouncing over songs by the biggest names in the music business. You flip over their amazing acrobatic trampoline feats. There's also guest artisans, Dr. Zoolittle's Music Factory, costume characters. Oh, 
Bamboo Panda, Churchill the Polar Bear, Monty Meerkat, Meerkat. There's so yeah, there's tons of stuff going on between now and the rest of the summer. Woot. Very cool. Thank you, Tony, for our San Diego update. Uh, all right, that is rapid fire. Let's, we haven't had a poll in a while, so let's talk about a new poll. Um, since we brought up the $1 billion expansion, blah, 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 of the Disneyland Resort and Frozen came up, maybe we should ask where, if any, you would like to see a Frozen attraction. And there's that boom again. Are you okay, Tony? Are you? Are you? No, that's the that's the fireworks outside oh, my yeah. house. Oh, it's remember. Oh, I, remember, I live okay, in Carson. Yeah. <laughs> okay, the the folks on chat were were wondering where where Tony oh. was broadcasting from because that was during wow. his his rapid fire. And Carson always has fireworks. Is that it? Yeah, we're we're an explosive neighborhood, I guess. Oh. Aren't they like completely banned throughout the city right now? Um, I get well. Yeah. Well, yeah. They're probably gunshots. She's just yeah. trying to be yeah. nice. <laughs> we don't we don't have those as much anymore. All right, so we'll uh, we'll talk about Frozen where you where you want it, and I'll I'll put up a, a few options, including keep Frozen the heck out of the parks as the final option because that's my vote. Uh, anything else, folks, before we head out of here for the night? Have a safe Fourth of July. Yes, definitely. Oh, yeah. And a happy one. Yay, go America. <laughs> <laughs> rah, rah, rah. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right. And, and we'd love to hear your thoughts if you're able to get out, out to the parks and check out Peter Pan's flight. Yeah. Um, check it out for us. I w- I, I'm sure we'll be there before. Some of us will be there before next segment as well. But if you, if you get over there, send us an email. Let us know what you thought. Uh, podcast at www.info.com. Um, and we'd love to, we'd love to hear from you. Oh yeah. Uh, oh, Mary Jo would love to hear from him too. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Thank you, folks. That is going to do it for this segment of the Diz Unplugged. Be sure to catch all of our other Disneyland shows this week, and of course, we will be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>